The following podcast is brought to you by the Ebb Tide Treatment Center. Many people wrestle with addiction. You don't have to. Reach out to the Ebb Tide Treatment Center, where they wish to empower each individual encountered with the support, hope, and tools required for long-term sobriety. Priding themselves on providing the best possible treatment experience for you and your loved ones based on unique needs. They're committed to breaking the stigma that plagues those suffering with addiction and their families by educating and bringing awareness to the community. The Ebb Tide Treatment Center provides individual and group therapy, multiple recovery pathways for support, evidence-based clinical support, integrated aftercare social reintegration, personalized treatment planning, program addressing whole life health and Vivitrol program all available. If you or someone you know is struggling with addiction, reach out to them at ebbtidetc.com or call 844 430 Four three five seven. Once again, everybody, and yes, we have come to it this week on AIW's The Card is Going to Change. We wrap up the saga that was J-Lit 2017. And before we do that, of course, thanks to all of our sponsors. Thanks to SmartMark Video, who takes care of all of our video needs at every live event that we have, making sure that they are there for you to purchase, along with past shows on DVD or MP4. Grab all of those over at SmartMarkVideo.com. Also, thanks to Angelo's Pizza who takes care of us and feeds us as we record these episodes and brings you their award-winning pizza to the live events at Mount Carmel. Check out Angelo's Pizza on Madison Avenue in Lakewood, Ohio. And then, of course, thanks to jackprints.com, who takes care of all of our printing and graphic design needs. They will print on apparel. They throw out stickers, flyers, anything that you have want if you're a small business owner if you're somebody that has some sort of merchandise you need to create you can do all of that and do all of that at jackprince.com that's jkprince.com that's right that voice you heard none other than alex worldwide keller he is still under duress he is still within here at the studio apartment at Parma Heights, one of our last recording sessions here. Uh, we also have Brian Carson, Dr. Daniel C. Rockingham, Weird Body Evan Adams, the Bone Collector Dominic Garini. My name is Steve Guy, your moderator of sorts, trying to keep this all on track somehow, and of course, the owner of AIW, John Thorne. Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> I'm pretty sure these could be the worst three to four episodes of the podcast ever, Thorne. Ah, plenty of entertainment. As long yeah, as we beat the Duke, it doesn't matter. Let's get to it, Steve Guy. All right, so night two of Jaylet. Uh, for those of you who haven't watched it, if you haven't experienced Jaylet, uh, well, specifically last year because things changed up a little bit, the night leads off with three different four-way scrambles. 
the winner of each of those move on into a triple threat match. But let's get into it. The first, John Thorne, these scrambles, you're in charge of the bracket. Uh, I'm not in charge of the bracket. You're not in charge of creating as people win and move on? I mean, they just move, they win as they win, man. It's a win. You set, it's a competition. You set up who, and you initially make Crafted the first the round brackets. of the bracket, is what I'm saying. So No, man, it's randomly... It's randomly put together by a computer. Oh, there you go. There's the insight. There's the insight. Draw I got a computer names. program, dude. Draw names. The, the computer program just happened. Beautiful. To, just happened to specifically program out four, four or three, four ways that all kind of had a special theme to them, though. Well, I think what we wanted to know was who Allegedly. who set up the first round was really where the computer. I was going with the that. computer or the president. There, now we Someone. know. Computer generated, drawn on a hat. However you want to. Figure that out. At any rate, first one. The York Foundation, dude. Oh, yeah. The Human Fund. <laughs> the fully computerized man, Terrific Terry Taylor. Exactly. Our, our first four-way match, we have Sean Schultz, Mordecai, Cole Cabana. Cole Cabana, and Matthew Justice. And Matthew Justice. Justice. Starting off with uh, some fun confusion on Sean Schultz's part, thinking that Mordecai was a vampire. Wrong gimmick, wrong gimmick, brother. Wrong gimmick. Not the case, man. Not the case. Yep. Brought out the garlic first. Brought out the garlic, and then we had uh, Matt Justice's uh, silver bullets. He tried to use Matt Justice's silver bullets. Grab those for me from the, the table there. And then a cross. Cross did not work on Mordecai, but for some reason, I don't I don't know why. It was putting Colt Cabana on all sorts of duress. It was uh, cringing in pain. Cringing in pain. A lot of pain. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> Gotta watch the Blu-ray. Crowd, crowd loving that. Uh, I mean, fun takeaways there, guys? It's good from athletic that? competition, dude. Any, any spots? Anything fun? You, spots? Any? What do you get? You, what, what do you got oh, your fucking... Oh, really? You got now your fucking... pretend like those don't happen? After you, you got your fucking... last episode? You got your fucking glossary over there? You're not allowed to have a microphone right now, I'm told, Worldwide. <laughs> worldwide, you've ru- you you may have possibly ruined this entire podcast. That's fine, brother. <laughs> but, That's uh, fine. The idea behind kind of that four-way was um, all the guys have more of a TV and or Southern style. Um, it was kind of a, a fun little mix of all their styles. You know, Colt with the comedy. Right. Uh, Sean Schultz, that Southern, that Southern. Southern heel. Um, Matthew Justice, kind of that old ECW. Brawler it was a goddamn style. fucking television fucking wrestler four way. Correct. And uh, in S- the end, sports entertainers, guys that are made for TV, TV ready. And in the <laughs> end, Sean Schultz comes away with the W. Shocking, shocking the world yet again, two nights in a row, pulling the upsets, Sean Schultz. Uh, and then we move on to match number two, another four way. Oh, you guys are gonna have to help me out. Oh, you want me? I'll I'll go this one because I lived it. There it is. Um, is We would have called this the Grappler Four Way, as uh, it was myself, Tracy Williams, Filthy Tom Lawler, and uh, Mike Tolar with his ever uh, popular podcast host buddy, The Duke. Twelve seventy nine. So uh, (laughs) why are we? Why are we putting over his Twitter handle, Dan? Yeah. 
Are you taking his dirty money as well? Whose side are you on? Is he the one? Is he the one who paid for your Yale education, Dan? Well, he doesn't belittle me. Yale education—that's weird. Yeah. Well, you know, what? I'm gonna belittle you some more. So no, don't. Don't do that. So the idea behind that match, of course, all four of us grappling-based styles. Um, plus, as well, I really wanted to wrestle Tom Lawler in some way, shape, or form. Um, besides Worldwide Keller, I was the other guy who pushed very hard for Tom Lawler. Um, big fan of all the stuff he'd done in the UFC, um, a legitimate black belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. So I was extremely excited to get that opportunity. And of course, with my and Mike Tolar's history, I, I wanted any chance I could to get my hands on him. And then, of course, Tracy Williams is someone I look up to almost as a mentor after last year's Jaylet. Mike Tolar, state champion amateur wrestler. Yep, That's right. very little, oh, very little fact. Uh, teammate of Gray Maynard, UFC fighter, and also, of course, uh, Dolph Ziggler. So... Everybody kind of had their way in that match of like a weird grappling style, and to be honest with you, I, I think it was a little something different. Um, Mike Tolar super tight with Gerald Briscoe, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Also, I had to give Mike Tolar a quick shout out because I was at Shooters in the Flats uh, last weekend. Randomly ran into some dudes, ran into Super Pimp, and he made me talk to these other guys and told them I was involved ring announcing for pro wrestling and this guy immediately said do you know mike tolar and i said uh yeah he's a popular guy in this city and he said oh we're in the browns bunch with him let me buy you a couple of drinks and i was like so thanks mike social tolar, steve guy yes yeah social but back light. to your, the match there dom Green. so for me the, the biggest thing was uh i was hoping to do some stuff with tom lawler and you know we got to roll around and i think the crowd kind of had this moment of Oh my God! This is someone that can actually beat Dom in the pure grappling aspect. Yeah. Um, and then it just kind of all and, broke down from there. And tonight, you know, a night two is when we got the full Tom Lawler experience. Experience. Yeah. You know, like night one was he was having some fun, did the Dan Severn thing. Night two, we got the full Tom Lawler pro wrestler experience. Uh, you know, geared up from head to toe, the banner, the you know, the corner man, everything. Uh, you know his fucking condom depot sponsored tights right affliction pampers uh clecovision but yeah that's the thing tom lawler not a lot of people know this and obviously i wasn't here for the lead up to jail tom lawler before he got into mixed martial arts was actually at a WWE tryout and it came down to tom lawler and jack swagger and uh they chose the guy that was six foot six and 280 pounds mm. with a little bit more of a division one wrestling background so that's that's where that ended up happening but um in the end, the match kind of broke down the way it was. Um, me and Mike Tolar brawled up to the ramp where I proceeded to choke him, uh, forgetting there was a match going on because um, he's just kind of stolen everything from me these last couple months. And during that time, um, Tracy Williams proceeded to murder, death, kill everything he could do in his power to pin Tom Waller to move on to the finals. That he did. Uh, which then takes us to our third four-way match, which... Super crazy was unable to compete in, as you know from last episode. So, right. I, it kind of came down to like, even though it's not going to make sense, what can we do to make this the best match possible? And the match already has Joey Janela, Gringo Loco, and Alex Daniels involved in it. Laredo Kid was scheduled for a uh, for a scramble match later in the night. I figured, hey, you know, even though Joey Janela already beat him, let's put him out there and kind of give him a second life because that's going to be probably the best guy to put in there uh, with those three other guys to have a really good match. 
so that's kind of how that shook out. You know, there was no really uh, integral booking in that decision other than like, hey, Super Crazy got hurt an hour ago. Like, what right. the fuck can I do? You know, I can't put a student really in that spot because, you know, nobody's going to care or know. Uh, so it was just kind of like everyone, Laredo Kid was an easy pop, an easy solution. Uh, and, you know, they had a good match as expected. And then moving on from uh, that match ended up being Joey Janela. So the final was set. The final was set. Janela Schultz. versus Schultz and, and Tracy Schultz Williams. Tracy Williams. Uh, yeah, and then, you know, we had some, you know, then we had some room to uh, kind of add some matches throughout the night. We did. And as, as we heard on the last show, last episode, one of those matches ended up being Ryan Kaplan and A.J. Gray. Which was everything that you I could have I could have hoped for and more. <laughs> yes, uh, I don't remember who it was. Someone came up to me and they literally go, "Why is this match booked?" And I go, "Morbid curiosity and nothing else, because there could possibly be a death." <laughs> and they did everything dangerous that you could imagine, and it for, was fucking awesome. Yeah, Kaplan. for two for two sub two hundred and forty pound guys, uh, a lot of flips. A lot of flips. Did you say sub two hundred and forty pounds. I mean, plus, plus. God, <laughs> Steve. But, uh, well, Cap- I think I think Steve AJ, I believe, is sub two forty. I was thinking more about Kaplan at that point. Well, AJ's probably about two thirty, two thirty five, right yeah. around there. Sorry, my verbiage got messed up. No, that's okay. I just, dropped in my head a lot, Steve. I knew that AJ Gray allegedly. was sub, but not Kaplan. Not even allegedly. It's all right. Ka- got- Kaplan debuted a new persona, a safety first Ryan he, Kaplan. He was safety first Ryan Kaplan. And there was nothing safe about anything that he did, as per usual. No, and I think that I think that was kind of a joke, huh? Oh, like, it was. As it my was. favorite part of the whole jail at weekend was, uh, I'm sitting there at the gimmick table, and uh, Kaplan goes to do his, uh, his second rope splash, and he kind of messes up a little bit and drives his knees right into AJ Gray's chest, and all you see is Cole Cabana go, safety first, Kaplan. A little known fact: Cole Cabana, massive Ryan Kaplan fan. Cabana loves fucking Ryan Kaplan and Kurt Hertz. But the question is, is what is Colt Cabana's favorite Ryan Kaplan persona? Is it Bunkhouse Cap? Is it the Blue Collar Brawler Kaplan? The Unemployed Brawler Kaplan? Or Safety First Kaplan? We got like a three faces of Foley thing going on yeah, with Kaplan. really do. But it's really just a change of the shirt usually. And I think what was, I th- I think what was great about this is... S- Similar to the Dan Severn situation, the live crowd had no idea that we had added A.J. Gray or that Kaplan was even there. This is true. Kaplan is a huge fan favorite based on his in-ring style. So uh, this, this got a <laughs> great, great fucking reaction. And let's not, let's not describe the fact that A.J. Gray just comes out to whoop that trick as his entrance music, which is right up there with John Thorne coming out to 99 Problems. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Fuck it. Talking to you, great, and your whole other song right now. No, no. Well, now, this gear that Cap, no, this gear, no, as we put it, that Kaplan wore. Do we know? Was this his? Uh, that's yes, his actual that's, work, that's his, work gear. That's his actual work attire, okay. I believe. That's his new job on the con- traveling construction team's uh, <laughs> uniform. Don't spray. He's he in, in Delaware. He's in Delaware right now. We just got the report from Brian Carson. From Brian Carson. Travel the country, paving roads. And there you go. So for those of you hoping he comes back soon, we don't know. He might be in Delaware. Oh. Well, 
Kaplan's going to just come back when you least expect him. As to quote Johnny Gargano, Kaplan is officially AIW's Brock Lesnar and that he's going to come out, he's going to have a very short and violent match, and the crowd is going to love him. That's Amen. Pretty accurate, yeah. So, Ryan Kaplan, yes. part-time wrestler, full-time worker. Ad- addition <laughs> of people being added to this card and moving things around based upon super crazy injury. Laredo Kid was supposed to be in that scramble. He is now finds himself back into the actual tournament himself. This opens a spot on that scramble that Laredo Kid was supposed to be in. So we tossed Chase Oliver in there based on, you know, he won the, the debuting student match. So, uh, you know, he would make the most sense to get, you know, added to the night show. Also flips. Yeah. Also, he does a lot of flips. He's in a scramble with Gary the King Baller. And let's, you know, this scramble is whatever. It's great. But the the fucking, the story of the fucking match is he does a fucking Phoenix 630, which is fucking insane. Uh, It has to be seen to be believed. Buy the fucking DVD. I'd, I, there's nothing else that needs to be said about this fucking match. Uh, Maybe one other moment in the what, match. What, Steve Payne again beating the shit out of everybody for real? Oh, well, that, and Steve Payne really did lift him. That's another guy. We've talked about Steve Payne when he tossed uh, Cheech into the air. But Chase Oliver is another one that got quite a bit of height. Uh, but the other moment of this match is the AIW sweetheart deciding she's going to jump off the letter A. Oh, fuck. Forgot all about that. Uh, yeah. What are you hitting yourself for? Nothing. On to every, on to everybody below. On to everybody below. Everybody below. Because oh yes, and another moment in this match might be the. I know that we had a show called Night of the Creeps, but there was a creeper alert in that match because Dr. Daniel C. Rockingham just rolls out, picks her up, carries Britt Baker to the back. I, I, I can honestly say the I, things being shouted at you at that moment. I, I've had a kill yourself chant. I've gotten people tell me they hope I die, but I have never gotten a no means no chant before. You did that night. You got a no means no chant. Yeah, that brother, night. with that lacrostic, I would have thought you went to Duke. But don't worry. Ju- uh, I mean, much to the chagrin of myself, uh, justice was served, pun intended. Yes, Dick Justice comes out, rescuing so to speak, or whatnot. Uh, and then, yeah, Britt Baker just jumping off the A onto everybody who's I forgot all below. about that, because I, all I could remember was the Phoenix 630. But, yes, that was another crazy moment, which I had no idea that they were going to do that. Uh, I'm at the concession stand, and I look up, and I go, how the fuck is she even standing on that thing? That thing is not very, that thing is not fucking very sturdy, very well built. All that, all that can be said is holy Britt. Holy, holy Brit. Brit. She got a Holy Brit chant. Yeah. That was, uh, Weird Body loved it. Weird Body's favorite chant of the night. It was great. <laughs> uh, other matches before well, we even get well, to the you, final? Well, you, you, you do bring up Britt Baker, I, so there is someone else on the so card then very close will, to Britt Baker we'll, that we must discuss. That's right. We'll lead right into that then uh, for a, probably a first-time anywhere match. That's that, first time that ever, right? yeah. We have Adam Cole. Taking on Matt Cross, but you would think that Adam Cole would get, you know, an Adam Cole reaction, which he did. But if he's going to get topped by anyone in this match when it comes to a reaction, there she is again. 
Nana Cross. Nana Cross coming through. The crowd loving her. Very missed opportunity, though. I thought he was going to do the suck my dick thing. Oh, my Grandma God. Cross. So did I. I so did I. I turned to Dr. Dan at the, or at the uh, merch <laughs> tables, and I go, oh, please do the suck my dick thing he to did, Grandma Cross. He did not Because do that it. would have made everybody hate him. He did he not, did do, not it. do it. Uh, you know, it's you know, it another good match. Um, who knows how how uh, much time Mr. Cole is going to be bopping around the independence. You know, there's a lot of rumor and innuendo. Uh, but uh, I was glad that we were able to get him kind of his, you know, his first weekend back on the independence properly. Grandma Cross. So Grandma Cross, Cross. still on the show no, yet no. again. Maybe not stealing, but definitely adding to. No one's ever going to forget her. Uh, being part of every single show that she ever is. And uh, she's there to cheer on her boy. And we're going to welcome that all day long. But then that leads us into the J-Lit final. So we've got Joey Janela, Sean Schultz, Hot Sauce, Tracy Williams. Triple threat elimination final. That's right. Just because you get pinned does not mean that the match is over. That means you're out, but then the other two go down. What a spectacle that was. This match had it all. We had an angry, very angry Alex Daniels come, th- come through the curtain, being held back by multiple people. Literally Big everyone Twan Tucker taken out. Big Twan Tucker. Career almost ended day one. <laughs> Sat there with an ice pack on his head. Took a Joey Janela foot to the head. Kid Cash dive onto a bunch of people. Big Twan fucking got the, got the worst of it. <laughs> but... um. Ice packing up that fucking head for the next three days. That's right. <laughs> Missing training on Tuesday. Talking about it be still being a little boozy. Might have had a little CTE, as uh, Alex Worldwide Keller will tell you. We don't need to get into that. Um, but, of course, that leading to the elimination then of Joy Janela gets a little too overzealous. Yep. Um, let's Alex distract him. And, and people are fucking pissed. Very so pissed. Angry. Because Joey Janelle has been eliminated. Yeah. And Sean and Schultz. By Sean Schultz. Sean Schultz has gotten his third upset of the weekend. And people are now starting to think Sean Schultz is going to win. He's going to win. And they're very upset. <laughs> Which and I had some people arguing with me after the show. Said, I fucking hate Sean Schultz. And I said, yep, that's the point. <laughs> they said, no, like I Roman Reigns hate him. And I said, That's the point. That's the would point. you have been that excited when Tracy Williams won if he wasn't pinning Sean Schultz? Because at that point, if it's Janela and Tracy Williams, it's 50 50. Right. And they're not going to care who wins. They're going to be happy with neither one of those. Right. Wins. But when they thought Sean Schultz was going to win, they were fucking pissed. <laughs> Especially after Sean Schultz pulls the tights and pinning Tracy Williams. Every, you could hear a collective groan throughout Mount Carmel of, oh, my God, Sean Schultz is going to win. We are going to revolt. But then Tracy Williams gets the kick out. He gets the pin. Tracy Williams goes on to win the Jaylet, and the place fucking loses their mind in excitement. They were. And that's, and that's a story that's a long time coming. You know, Hot Sauce, obviously... This has been a fun, I guess, year, year and a half. With well, I mean, we were one of the first that, people to months. book him, so yeah. he's kind of been a long, you know, few years coming. And he, he was tag champs with Tyson Dukes, and he's kind of been, you know, gone through different things, and uh, you know, now he's kind of, you know, kind of got his his moment, you know, solo, you know, different tag teams, and you know, fucking, right. uh, he had two 
unfortunate tag team you know situations. Uh, yeah. and, you know, now it's kind of like they just kept that Dom Chase Williams tag team together, Thorn. And then fucking, uh, you know, he wins. He gets his big moment. Um, you know, w- which I, I was very, very, very happy that how it all turned out. You know what I mean? I feel like that finish of the tournament was like excellent. You know what I mean? I was very, yeah. very happy with it. Um, and I mean, we're not, you know, we're not going to talk in great detail on everything. Jail it night no, two. No. Definitely watch it, folks. Uh, I mean, head to Smart Mark Video as soon as it comes out. You got Jail it. It's a combo there. Nights one and two. Of course, as we said, don't sleep on Back to the Future Cup either. But all of that ends the wrestling portion of the Jail it weekend saga. Now your stress is somewhat done, John Thorne, because. All the matches are over. The Everybody rest has done. been. Everyone's been paid. Everyone's been paid. I don't. You know, we have three ropes. We've gotten a third rope. And here we go to the final after party. The final oh. after party of Jayla weekend, and the final after party at Mahal's. Yes, this is the end of an era. What's up, everybody? This is Alex, worldwide killer, and I am still on podcast suspension. I'm on podcast timeout, and I am, yes, I am still at the beach. And you know what goes great at the beach? This Hulk Hogan, Hulkamania, 1985, $45 beach towel from Thrift Store Jobber. That's at Thrift Store Jobber. You heard about him on the card is going to change. You've heard him on Marty and Sarah. He's doing all the good thrift store wrestling shopping so that you don't have to. Saving you time, and you're giving him some money. So, use promo code WORLDWIDE on his Etsy store and get 10% off your order. And get ready for that OG original design coming soon. And I think we did well. Uh, I don't know. I never maybe, got paid for it. Well, that's true. But one of our better attended after parties, I'm sure. I'm sure they did well. I'm sure that they did. Uh, we had people from all over. Uh, Kevin Thorne, Mordecai, shows up in a USA romper with Christmas lights. Yeah, what? where does he get an outfit like that? That's Memorial Day weekend, man. All I know is that he was leaving the after party, I believe, and heading home because he had to make a cookout the next day. In the afternoon. Yeah, and he had legit Christmas lights actively going on his outfit. Yeah, that's what he was going to wear to the cookout. I'm so sad I missed this now. Oh, yeah. I had no idea. Oh, absolutely. You weren't there? No. You fucking missed out, dude. I did. Mordecai was fucking partying for America. He was decked out. Kenny Wang, of course, was there. Full fact. Did he did he eat any full limes or ginger roots? No, that's Kenny. That's, that's new, new Kenny. Kenny. I was just asking. I was trying to new see Kenny if he was, was gonna, not there. Old Kenny. I was going to see if he was trying to uh, top new Kenny. He did not. He no. did not offer up to do any of those things. 
he was best friending it with everyone as much as he possibly could. Uh, nothing too crazy happened, I don't not, think. Not, not inside the, the building. Uh, although we walked outside the building as the bar closes, and somebody decided, you know what? I don't want to get in a car and take a ride home. I think I'll try to take this bicycle that's just locked, locked. to this rack and try to ride that home. It was locked. That one didn't work out so good for you. And a a uh, a transgender owner of the bicycle was very upset with me and screamed at me. Not happy. Not happy. So then uh, I had to I, convince I, you to not use the bicycle because not wasn't take the out of not there. take the bicycle. Make start making my making my way to an automobile. You were not happy about this bicycle situation. The typical after-party John Thorne coming out. Uh, a lot of names being shouted. Four names in particular. Arn Anderson. Tully Blanchard. Mary Wyndham. Uh, Paul Roma. Claim that you will not retire. I'll never retire. Dean Malenko. Dean Malenko. And then there was a tree. Sid Vicious. Well, before the tree, Sting. there was there's a, there's a huge park sign. And you drop kicked that. Don't remember that. Yep, that happened. Drop kick. How high was this thing? Uh, low, like ca- the couch high. You know, only a couple feet. It was like a big, hey, wide sign. Kick, big, Thorn. big, wide sign. John Thorne, surprisingly deceptively powerful kicks. Held the pass oh, for this really man before. I'm yeah. just trying to like, you know, figure out height. But then it's a, like a, a basement drop kick. All right. Yeah. Sure. Then a tree Another catches John Thorne's eye, and you decided you're going to just go. Just go for it. Dumb idea. Not good. Not for those good. listening at home, don't ever try to give a tree a cross body. No, never. A tree is much stronger than a human. Yeah. Tree's got a much, much stronger base. So John it's got Thorne, the roots. It's got those roots planted, dude. <laughs> John Thorne attempted not one time, but I think three times, a cross body on this tree. I don't know what in your mind you thought was going to result from it, but the result I thought was, I was going to take it down. Yeah. It was you laying and landing on a big pile of rocks. Yeah, that's what made it worse, is this tree was surrounded by fucking rocks. <laughs> like, not little small gravel, like huge river rock stuff that you're just landing on. Yeah, fuck, man. I didn't, I didn't feel it, really, because I was drinking. Yeah. Your night did not end there, though. It did not. I mean, after that third one, we didn't know if you were going to get up for a minute. Well, see, as we went to go check on you, you did. I finally make it to my hotel room with America's Best Value, and, and I thought that we were there for 15 minutes. We were not. Turns out we were there for hours. I've lost, I've, I lost hours of time uh, while we were there. And through Fritos at you. Don't remember that. Covered you in Fritos. Uh, and then we woke you up because... It was 5 o'clock in the morning. And you guys went to Steak and Shake. And we went to Steak and Shake. Yeah, like 4.35. And we went to Steak and Shake where John Thorne proceeded to ask, why is it light out? It's only like <laughs> 2.30 in the morning. What's happening? 5.30. No, I told you I lost hours. 5.30, John. I lost hours. Hours. Where's the moon? It's, well, it's, it's gone already. It's 5.30 in the morning. I lost hours at like I go to pick up Kingston for his booking the next day. Yes, it's me, Eddie Kingston, Joshua Bishop, and John Thorne. We left Kenny Wang in John Thorne's hotel room, which may not have been a good idea. I have no idea what happened. I haven't checked my credit card statement. Hopefully that fucker didn't fuck up my room. Ryan Kaplan was also in the room with us at one point in time. 
Not yeah, that I, much, but I left my I left my fucking hotel room with Ryan Kaplan and Kenny Wang. Yeah, that's disaster. But uh, who knows? So then we're at we're at Steak and Shake. We're all trying to order, but John Thorne just falling asleep on the table. She's but he sleeping. knew the waitress's name. He knew the waitress's name. He's trying to order. He's ordering two different meals, and and we the three of us are like, "You want two meals?" Is that what you're saying? He just looks up at us, and he just goes, "Kayla knows what's up." And we're like, She's a fucking waitress. Who the fuck is Michaela? Somehow in this drunken stupor, he's able to read her name tag. Knows her name. You're the only one who knew her name. I always know fucking... Lady. It was a lady. I always know the fucking lady's names. Oh, Oh, it hit her good. He put on the charm, the John Thorne charm, in full effect at 5, 5, It's a real thing. At Michaela at Steak and Shake. I don't even fucking remember it, but it's a real thing. She was all on board at that point. You continued to sweet talk her until falling asleep again until your food arrived. She knocked one of those meals off my check. Did she? Fucking right, dude. Fucking talker. I get there. I'm like, hey, Eddie, you ready to go? He goes, haven't even got my food yet. Sit down. Oh, we just ordered our food. Our food's not here yet. Oh, Dawn. Dawn's asleep. He's asleep. That was, I mean, that was. That was at the end of daily weekend. Essentially the weekend. Nothing too rowdy on night two. Just John Thorne trying to attack nature, and nature winning. Uh, everybody was otherwise well-maintained, well-behaved. After party, well-attended. Not a lot of craziness somehow, which is good. Final thoughts there, gentlemen, as we wrap up the j saga? I'm happy it's over. Same. It, I think I slept three hours and three days. Ta- the j the takes a lot. Out of you, like yeah. a lot out of you. It's a marathon, not a sprint. Yeah, and you gotta sp- you gotta space it out. You gotta get plenty of Bob Evans trips involved. Gotta X- get a lot X-Y-C of soup, possibly. Yeah, gotta get a lot of chicken noodle soup. That's a key to Jaylet weekend survival: chicken noodle soup and a Powerade. Okay, just one. That's all you need. Uh, you heard it right there. Parti- the particular flavor there, Thorn? Fruit punch. Fruit punch. Fruit okay. punch. Fucking right. Cool blue. No, oh, fuck your cool blue. Get the fuck out oh, of here. Oh, come on. Wow. It's very exotic. Well, uh, we hope that you enjoyed the three-part series that was the J-Lit saga, or maybe four-part four, four four part series at this four point. Whole I'm sorry. Four? One whole month. So that's going to do it. Not four in the morning, four parts. Oh. Wait, Steve Guy, give me this real quick. Final words. Final words. Final words, Steve Guy. Final words. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Oh, God, why? Dr. Daniel C. Rockingham. Oh, fuck. I think you're <laughs> trash, and I hate you more than any human's ever hated another human being oh. in this life. Oh, come on, man. But oh. I'm going to put you over right here, right now. You already did this. You already did this. On the podcast? Yes. <laughs> what? The last episode. Motherfucker, I was asleep. <laughs> no, you weren't. <laughs> Steve Guy, give the microphone back to Steve Guy. All right, I'm going to give it back, Daniel. As long as everybody, like... Just someone tell me. Did I let Dr. Dan know that he blew me the fuck up yes! and he inspired me yes. Yes. to like do cardio? Holy shit. We gotta get out of here, weird by no. right. No, no. <laughs> sit down. Bye. You better download the Uber app, dude. Yeah, dude. Well, ladies and gentlemen, once again, that was the four part saga that was J Let Weekend. Uh, most of us survived. No, I'm good. Most I don't know if Worldwide's gonna survive this podcast. I was gonna taping. say. I don't know if all of us will have survived this podcast. It didn't mean anywhere near as much as I wanted to, but, you know, gosh, I still love you. For Alex Worldwide Keller, Weird Body Evan Adams, 
Brian Carson, Dr. Daniel C. Rockingham, Dom Greeny, John Thorne. My name is Steve Guy. Thank you all so much for attending JLo Weekend. Or listening, or maybe not listening. Yeah. What a, Possibly what a, buying the VOD, the DVD, the Blu-ray, the MP4. Combo pack. Thank you all. All those things. We'll talk to you guys next week. I'm really hoping that the downloads go up after the, and we recover from this poor, this poor Duke slump that we've been in. <laughs> this has been AIW's The Card Is Going To Change. Duke, man. That's More downloads. That's all we care about.